Welcome to We Took the Liberty, a podcast where we discuss our mediocre lives, ruminate on the weird and funny parts of our day-to-day, and explore some of our favorite places and activities in Lexington, Kentucky. I'm Logan Trent, and with me now and forevermore, Ben Anderson. Ben, school's back in session. School is not out. It's the opposite of out. It's true. Alice Cooper... Just hold everything until yep. the summer. Yep. Uh, we'll, we'll need you again. But school's back. Regular school's back. College is starting to come back. I've noticed yep. an increase in traffic in Lexington, which is always the the, the main indicator. Yeah, you uh, know, not the time of year at all, just traffic. Year after year, you know, when school is out for summer, we're left with this question in our minds of, mm-hmm. is it ever really going to come back? <laughs> Um, and we just wait patiently through the summer we watch the flowers bloom yeah we watch the grass grow we watch it die and then we watch it start to grow again in the fall (laughs) and we ask ourselves what is it growing for Mm -hmm. and uh, is it growing for uh, just the sake of growing is it growing for uh, the elderly is Mm -hmm. it growing for uh, our troops um, um, of course, it's growing for the troops. I mean, this is <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is America, was, baby. Like that. Is... <laughs> that was a trick question. You got me. But really, the biggest question is: Will it be back in time for school? And is school ever going to come? And year right. after year, it returns. Yeah. So for teachers, I think a very interesting phenomenon takes place, and um, so. Uh, Lindsay, my wife, um, and one of our one of my other good friends. Uh, Wait, Lindsay, which is a teacher? Yeah, which is a teacher. <laughs> <laughs> and one of my other good friends, his wife, have talked about this that they have summer versions of themselves. Interesting. And so it goes from just the slog, the slog mm-hmm. that is the school year. And they love their jobs. I think that's what's so difficult for people to understand about teachers. Is you can love it, but it can also just be a grind nonstop yeah. uh, from semester to semester. Uh, yeah. But then when the summer hits, there is a transformation that they become new summer people. They emerge from the hardened shell yeah. which their students have created around them. The yes. survival technique through the winter. Yes, it. Yes, it, they are like... They're like teaching caterpillars that then this cocoon builds like around them as the year goes on. And then they emerge into the summer as beautiful butterflies. Just ready to party hard. (laughs) Party hard. And just like soak up that sun. And so. That's beautiful. Were you a, were you a good student? Yeah, I okay. was. A, I'm. I'm not even gonna. Yeah. you know, try to sugarcoat. No jokes. It. Let's just no put jokes. jokes away for a second. Yeah. Uh, jokes aside, I was a good student. Yeah, yeah. I might have been too good. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. Did, <laughs> to the to the point that people were like, "We we got to get this kid out of here. Like he uh, he has something special." I I don't want to say I was rushed out the door, but. Okay. Uh, it did slam on my way out. We've we've got to get this we've got to get this kid somewhere else. <laughs> we've got to get him out. Yeah, you know when you're a good enough student, they start looking at you and thinking mm, they've got to be up to something. <laughs> 
And you don't want to keep that kind of trouble around. That's true. Yeah, they could they could be trying to... <laughs> they're plotting to go to college for a year and then drop out and start some major conglomerate or something like that. You never it's know, like, yeah. yeah. Or, you know, be a one and done, whether it's student or athlete. Yeah. Uh, you know, and they're just gonna they're just gonna shame the education that you've been working so hard for them. You know, it you've been working on them, right? And when they get in there and they just, you know, springboard off of that education and turn around and say it wasn't that important. I'm the genius here. Which, mind you, that is that's not something that I did. Is that what both of, most of your teachers did? Is they said, "Hey, hey, I don't care what you kids know. I'm the one that knows more. Like it doesn't matter. I don't care how much you've read, how much you've studied. How the, like I'm I'm the captain of this math ship, and I <laughs> and I can dash all of you upon the rocks." Of algorithmic perfection. <laughs> oh, man. Yes. So you were good at school, but did you like school? Um, you know, that's that's a good question. I, I did. I think I did. Yeah. Gosh, wow. This is actually more revealing about we're getting me into than it. anything. Right, yeah. <laughs> this is, these are deep questions. Um, <laughs> whew, you know, I guess we're either going to make people laugh or cry, so let's jump into this. Um, you know... I was the oh gosh. I'm gonna be way too sincere about this. It's okay, gonna be weird. please no, like bear your soul. Oh man, if you thought last week was weird energy, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I I uh, I gave it my all, mm. and I felt like that paid off until a certain point. <laughs> okay, uh, and then something inside of me broke. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and that you know. It, if it were not for that breaking, though, the butterfly that I am mm, now never yes. would have emerged That's from true. that hardened educational machine yeah. that I was. Yeah. That's that's good because <clears throat> I think you've also mentioned that from a young age, even before podcasting was a thing, you wanted to emerge as a podcast butterfly. I did, yeah. But you had to have all those years of tough schooling to cocoon you. It was a strange time in life. You know, uh, Pokemon was, you know, <laughs> extremely popular for the first time. Thank you very much. That's a good uh, point. Well, hold on one second. So now I think we need to change the analogy because I don't think, I think maybe Cocoon is like, maybe like too somber. Uh, instead, I think <laughs> your teachers are more like Ash and they're just trying to level you up. <laughs> So yes. all students are Pokemon, and we're just trying to slowly move our way up. We're in, just in fighting realm. through the educational battlefield, <laughs> yes. leveling up until we you turn around and suddenly the humble Caterpie is a beautiful Butterfree. <laughs> Do you have any good back to school stories? Oh man, you know there are plenty of things about school that you know. Uh, kind of give me those tingles you know there are certain things that you just remember um i feel like the fall is just sort of this somber time you feel like your your soul is just yearning for this sort of like uh this return to something that is familiar to you mm -hmm. uh and there's something about being an adult where you know the cool breeze of autumn starts to blow through the leaves mm -hmm. and you feel that you know you just you start reminiscing on those 
you know, uh, mid-American poems that you read in high school. Uh, you really had a unique school experience. <laughs> Somewhere in my mind, it was fairly unique. I don't know if it was externally. <laughs> oh, that's so good. I, I mean, what's funny for me is... Growing up, we would always play soccer throughout the summer because we would roll right into the fall season. And so, yeah, so there was no like, there was no like summer. So really what you're saying is your education was like a footnote in the soccer that was your upbringing. Unfortunately, it really was. Like, I enjoyed school to a certain degree. I wouldn't but... necessarily say unfortunately. I know <laughs> the Logan that is now. Yeah. And I would say, whatever happened in the past, I'm going to put my stamp of approval on. <laughs> I don't know what it was, but it worked out. Yeah. Yeah. It was just that motivation of understanding that it's like, hey, I'm not going to play this forever. So I need to find some other things to oh, be so interested So they really in. drilled <laughs> that into you as a young child. <laughs> no, that got drilled into me like just as the slow grind of time moved into my life so. at the old age of 17 i looked down at my weathered hands and my crippled feet and as i slid my tall stockinged foot into the beaten and harrowed laced cleat of my childhood i thought to myself this won't last forever we did play an 1800 style of soccer it was very aggressive <laughs> so it was more like rugby in in form and fashion so, so no helmets but full contact <laughs> yes 100 percent. Mm. a lot of times it would devolve into just rednecks that were like I, I can't play football for whatever reason but i do want to get out there and like body up on somebody and okay. so there was yeah. a lot of times that we would talk about in practice like hey go ahead and just jump when you pass because they're coming in with two feet and you might break an ankle <laughs> if you're not careful Jeez. so <laughs> wow wow yeah wow you probably flipped a lot of people that way uh- <laughs> Well, so it's not only the first day of school. This, uh, today was the first day that uh, Amelia has attended any formal sports practice. Okay. So she... Today was her first day of soccer. Okay. So... Um, and now, is this is this a situation where she wants to play soccer or you guys are like socializing activity as we all know that kind of thing because and the reason i ask that is because as a child at four years old i wanted to play football and my mom was like well you're not old enough to do that but you want to do something so we'll let you play soccer then when you're old enough to play football you can switch over and do that that was her whole thinking and so as soon as I started playing soccer, it turned into a whole love affair. A like <laughs> whoa. <laughs> a very At four years old. A very gentle mistress. <laughs> <Yes>. But um <laughs> but uh yeah, so I, I just I'm kind of bringing this out because this could be the beginning of a journey. And so the first okay, first of all, yeah. calm down. Okay. I'm so sorry. <laughs> you, I'm, I'm so sorry. Come I'm standing up right now. Like, I'm, like, I'm kind of pointing yeah. at Ben a lot right now. You've taken your shirt off. <laughs> um please, please calm down. I didn't mute for those few seconds and it was just me saying, You wanna go? Do you wanna go? <laughs> you wanna go? <laughs> please put your crew neck dare sweatshirt back on. <laughs> 
Uh, and take a deep breath. <laughs> We're going to take a quick meditation break. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right. So how was soccer practice? So uh, soccer practice was was great. So first of all, to answer your question, which you were shouting at me for the last five minutes, uh, <clears throat> Amelia did want to play soccer. Okay. So our uh, our neighbors are huge soccer people, and um, they're also like just fantastic neighbors. So yep. they, you know, they've like encouraged her you know her kids are their kids are older than amelia by by several years but they're like super you know uh you know they include her and they're like super kind to her and they've like encouraged her playing soccer and tried to show her how so when an opportunity to play soccer came amelia was like all over it she's a little bit nervous the the first thing when we when we signed her up she looked kind of she was excited, and then she looked really like uh, nervous. And I said, well, "Honey, what's wrong?" And she said, "I don't know how to play soccer." <laughs> she, so in her mind, she was like four years old. She was about to step onto this. an MLS field. I'm ready like, to go. She was going to play in the big leagues. <laughs> like, what a wild it's, thing! It's okay. Yeah, this is very much. This is very much in line with both me and Hannah. It's like I'm as soon as I am the best. At this thing, I'm ready to jump. <laughs> right? Yeah, I feel like that. Is, that it's such a perfectly like child centric thing that we could easily export out into like the real world, where like in any of our jobs, like after going to school to be a lawyer or something like that, the first yeah. time you're in a courtroom, you're like, I. I haven't. I've not done this before. <laughs> uh, I've studied yeah. this, but I've never <laughs> yeah. done this before. Yeah. Yeah, it's very much it's very much that. You know, she's just so, you know, we told her, of course I told her, it's okay. Nobody knows how to play soccer that you're playing. With. Like you you everybody's going to be learning and she was like, "Okay." okay. Like, "All right." All right. So, yeah. So, she and then jumped some kid right named in. Giuseppe that's out there like just <laughs> bicycling everybody. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, there was one kid who I think might be the coach's daughter. Okay. Who like clearly knew how to like, sure. yeah. kick a soccer ball because so, he's I mean, probably been screaming himself hoarse for like days now. Just yeah, to get just her ready. Yeah, yeah, she's been. I'm sure his daughter's just been weeping <laughs> uncontrollably for weeks just over the pressure. Um, but you know, Amelia is a big kid too. For mm. four years old, she's about as big as like a five year old or a six year old. Yeah. So she's yeah. very tall. Very, you know, she's very capable. Um. So, you know, I was interested to see how she did. It's interesting. The The biggest obstacle today okay. was not a physical obstacle. Okay. It was entirely an emotional obstacle. Oh, wow. Okay. Which, you know, really... Uh, <laughs> which I think I put my foot in my mouth over this at okay. the game. Because, you know, the parents are standing along and... And she had come over and she was, you know, she was visibly discouraged on the field at a certain point. Oh, wow. Okay. Because they kind of scrimmaged at the end, mm, okay. which was, you know, three little kids on one side kicking the ball. Sure. You know, it, as a unit. As yeah. a unit mm. to the other side. And then the other three kind of just colliding with that. And, yeah. You know, what yeah. happened, happened. Bumblebee soccer. Exactly. So uh, after a little bit, Amelia was feeling discouraged and she was kind of slumped down and not really 
you know, going after the ball. And so, she, and she kind of came over and she said, you know, she expressed that she was frustrated, you know, that she felt discouraged that, you know, the other kids were scoring goals and she only scored one goal and she yeah. wasn't, and, and, you know, there was that need to just, you know, gently, you know, push her out and just say, hey, you know, it's, it's about just trying. We're all just having fun. You know, you just got, get out there and just keep trying. Just keep trying. Yeah. And that's what's important. And, you know, she perked up and she went after it. And I looked and, and you know, I, I just sort of offhand, I said to a couple of the other parents, you know, like, oh, you know, I, the it, it's all, it's just all about emotion, I guess, right now. And they were kind of like, yeah. And it happened to be two moms. And I said, I don't know if it will ever change. And it, at that moment, they both kind of looked at me like, Oh, so you're a sexist kid. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, no. No. And I, I think maybe the proper response would have been, you know, in retrospect, something like, you know, if she's anything like me, she'll just be emotional, you know, because that's really, it's like me, like, yeah. right? Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. But yeah, so I'm already that guy. Yeah. And, well, you know, it's really a, hu- it's a human thing, right? Yeah. It's like, you know, we're all emotional yeah. well beings, i was gonna say so. you can save it by co- showing up like every time and just be incredibly emotional just like, crying just and, over and, the top like yeah yeah i think maybe the next you time you need to oscillate between like crying and screaming mm. and like kind of shaking just like people aren't really sure if you're sad or mad like just kind of like quivering a little bit over there and oh, so yeah to the point that people don't even want to approach you i'm gonna work on my quivering <laughs> i think i think that might so- solve the whole issue is that people just don't even want to be around <laughs> <laughs> I'll just make sure that when she scores the her first goal during a game, I'm just gonna break down. Yeah. Just I'm first. I'm gonna cheer, and that cheer is just gonna transition transition straight into just uncontrollable tears. <laughs> I'll just try hugging people yeah. while weeping. Yeah. Yeah. Take your shirt off, swing it around a little bit. Yeah, and, try to uh, maybe like sling it around somebody, like one of the other, you know, dads on the sideline, and then like you know, maybe try dancing with them a little bit. Oh, yeah, I, I, yeah, I think you got it. I think that's the perfect way to recover from that situation. I think it's the only way. <laughs> yeah. Well, that got weird. <laughs> Hey, but that's our speed. We're yeah. weird sometimes. <laughs> that's yeah, our speed. A lot, so. Our speed is weird. Set <laughs> uh. phasers to weird. <laughs> uh, all right, Ben. So we have talked about soccer a couple times. In, we have, yeah. This episode. So I'm going to keep that theme going. Rock and roll. So I play on a recreational soccer team here in Lexington and I have noticed a few things just about the personalities that play soccer uh, at an advanced Mm. uh, or maybe not even an advanced age we'll we'll get into that (laughs) at Um, an advanced age at the advanced age at the advanced age of 33-34 which I'm transitioning into at this point in soccer listen we've already discussed how you're weathered and weary 17 year old hands used to 
Just reminisce on the good old days. Yeah, I my hands are like the crypt keeper now. If they were weathered and wearied at seventeen, then like yeah, your your skeletal hands now <laughs> lacing your ephemeral cleats. Go ahead. Yeah. So what I'm noticing in the rec soccer league is that I, I've categorized it as four different groups. Oh. So, and I'm calling those groups the Old Glories. We're going to get into each of these. So, mm. it's the Old Glories, mm. the Exercisers, the Fill-Ins, okay. and then the Young-Ins. All right. Yeah, there's got to be. Yeah. So, first of all, I'd like to start with the Old Glories. Yes. Please. If I may hijack your bit. Because, yeah. uh, you know, we should raise a glass. Yes. Because they won't be with us long. They, <laughs> they won't. At this point, at 34... At plus, then they are... They're, they're on death's doorstep. That's right. Yep. <laughs> Especially with how rough some of these uh, some of these folks are. They're one slide tackle league. away from just permanent disability. <laughs> That's absolutely right. So, <clears throat> the old glories... And I would, I would put myself somewhat in this category. I think I, I blend between a couple of these. Okay. But the old glories are definitely people that have played before... Haven't played in a long time, and they're we're trying to recapture something like something that we missed about that, just the yeah. love of the game, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, in the in the middle of that, oh, that's and so, really interesting. So I've I've recently read mm-hmm. uh, a it, this was an article about sort of rekindling your passion for fitness okay. as as somebody in their like mid. 30s or mm-hmm. you know basically between like 35 45 okay and one of the suggestions was and maybe this you know maybe this is what's going to push you into the grave uh <laughs> in the on the soccer field yes um is if you have a history with a sport mm-hmm. the recommendation was choose a completely different sport <laughs> Something okay. you've never done before. <laughs> okay, I like that. And this is the reasoning. You will always, or for a extended period of time, mm-hmm. you will continually have the best play that you have ever had at that sport. Okay. Instead That's... of looking back and trying to recapture uh, what you had, okay. you will continually look forward and improve. Because you're an athlete. Right. Or at least you were an athlete. You, I, I was going to say, I think, I think that's a that's a wonderfully kind theory that they are putting out there. Wherever you saw this, but um, I think a couple of things that I think are really interesting about that. One, trying something brand new and then being like, you're going to have a blast. So, <laughs> so no, that's the a point, good point. The point is not necessarily to win, but something that you learn as you get older, like, and I'm talking about older as you mature through like high school, college, mm-hmm. and thing like. If you're doing the same thing and having no positive results in it, at a certain point you're like, I'm not having fun anymore. <laughs> I don't care what the thing is that you're hoping to win at. If you never win at it, you're just going to quit playing because it's not fun. And I, I remember teams when I was in high school that we would, and everyone in the league would consistently beat like 6-0, 8-0, 10-0, like that kind of thing. It's like... These kids aren't having any fun. Like they don't want to go to the place <laughs> they they're don't going to. Do to. This like, anymore. like, yeah, it's okay. Maybe this isn't the point, but yeah, nobody's having a good time. So, yeah, yeah. So I guess as at least a partial old glory. At yeah. what point 
are you going to make the judgment call and just go ahead and put yourself down? Okay. Okay. We're going to come back to that here in a second. Okay. So the second category is exercisers. So I think this is this is the group I blend with. And so I that was my degree in college was exercise science. And so I'm, one thing I know, it's good for me to get out here and change up my exercise routine and that kind of thing. But there are people out here that have never, ever played soccer. So maybe coming into the category you were talking uh, about. Yeah, yeah. That are very fit and just yeah. want to run all the time. But they're just like bumbling over people. But they're not and, good at it. No, yeah. yeah. Yeah, just like, yeah, just running past, like not even running past, running into people. And just like. <laughs> they are they are the equivalent of my daughter's soccer team who are four years old. Yeah. But just plus 30 years. Yeah, exactly. Because four-year-olds can run all day. Like they don't know what it means to get tired. Like no. they're just going to go, go, go. But yeah, yeah like yeah. you have to blow the whistle, not because there's a foul being committed, but it's like you're you don't know that what you're doing is is dangerous. <laughs> stop, 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 stop. <laughs> right. It's very much like the four year old team. It's like, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. You can't do that. Yeah. But I I just want to get I, I'm getting the ball. No, 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 no. I understand. No. You can't do that. Why? Well, yeah. because when you swing your legs like that. You could kick somebody exactly. right in the that's, nuts. That's exactly what it is. And I understand that Derek on the sideline over here was telling you to run hard and just like get in front of people. But you can't get in front of somebody by running over them and then standing in front of them. So, <laughs> But that's it's what the Derek... fastest way there. <laughs> I understand your you, logic. I understand you're very smart. You're a physics major. That's great. <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> All right, so... Run fast, no hurt people. Okay? <laughs> yeah. Let's not... No hurt. Which is yeah? how you talk to physics majors. That is, yeah. Listen, when they're running over people, that is how you talk to them. <laughs> so the next category I have are fill-ins. Mm, so fill-ins okay. are just when you have to fill out a roster and you have somebody that is just mildly athletic. Like, it does not matter... <laughs> Like, like we're just talking about somebody that is just not going to get winded within like a minute and a half of jogging lightly. Somebody so, who has done <clears throat> physical activity before. Yeah, exactly. Someone whose threshold for physical activity is more than I parked three spaces farther away from the building <laughs> right. than I normally do. That's physical activity. Yeah. Yeah, this is somebody like, that goes for walks at the Arboretum or something like that. Like they're just like you know they're they're active, like they're ready to go. But like you know, and maybe they did like cheerleading or basketball or something like that in high school, but they haven't done anything since then. Yeah, yeah. and so <clears throat> then it's like, yeah, I mean, I mean, we just need a body yeah. on the like field. you did a sport in high school. You may not have. <laughs> sported yeah. since then yeah but you know how to use your physical you know how to body. sport yes so, you know how to sport so you, you can, can do, do sport yeah and yeah. so my, that would be me i think the biggest conflict that happens are the exercisers running over the fill-ins mm. and so that's where i think the biggest like conflict maybe happens yeah um a different kind of <laughs> conflict occurs when the old glories we're like out there and we're like that's that's not how that's not how the game's played so both of you need to calm down and like <laughs> do this that, and the other so all right <clears throat> this last category is youngins yeah. youngins i think can be encapsulated in all three of the prior categories so you can have youngins that are glories because they're coming fresh out of high school fresh out of college maybe and um, they are like ballers and so it's like oh gosh like 
Okay. They're out there to show the world that they've got it. <laughs> show the yeah. world that I could make it in D1 soccer, but I can come out here in this rec league and just like run around for hours and not even <laughs> worry about it. <clears throat> Youngins can also be exercisers to where that's just, they're maybe not, bum- they're a little more fleet of foot. They're not bumbling over people, but like, yeah, again, they're very. Yeah. They're out there to get a good run in. Yeah. And they can also be fill-ins. Yeah, again, you're just finding some like. <laughs> young crossfitter that is just it's like i just need you to stand here and be in front of somebody like yeah. whenever we need to <laughs> don't throw that over that no oh. <laughs> right yeah, yeah. don't, don't walk up. don't, don't walk up. on your hands <laughs> we don't need that uh so within those categories um so funny story at the end of our last season we were playing uh the best team in the league and our team had struggled, even though like we're, we're we're decent, but like we just can't like finish for whatever reason. But um, it's a shame. yeah, it is a shame. <laughs> so in this game, within all of these groups of people, there was all sides represented on both teams. There was like a conflict brewing, and it was just the the energy and the the feel was getting up. And so mm. at one point, I'm on the sideline taking a break. And I'm telling everyone to just calm down. I'm like, hey, it's fine. Let's ignore what's going on. Like, just keep playing. It's not a big deal. Trying to be the cool head that's out there. So I go back in the game. The next thing that happens is there's a guy that gets a breakaway. I tackle him to the ground. Like, I'm not talking about, like, ball tackle him. Like, like I grab his shoulders and, like, sling him to the ground. Oh, wow. And, and, and the reason I did that was because... He was on a breakaway. He was going to score, and I had to like stop the stop the goal. Within soccer, that's something that happens all the time. But when you have different like opinions, and, <laughs> this feels like, controversial thing, to oh, me, yes. Mister Trent. Yeah, no, no, trust me. <clears throat> when you have different like thoughts and and you already have like an escalated like thing happening on the field that then is an act of war <laughs> yes yeah shots fired yeah so i pull him down i he shoves the crap out of me i don't like respond because i i, I know like i pulled you down like i understand like why you're upset about this and it turns into this whole brouhaha of bar fight yeah of just like just i don't know just like craziness and so the whole point of all of this is I don't think rec leagues are achieving what they hope to achieve. (laughs) (laughs) Which is, I think they're just supposed to be like a good time out for people to socialize and and play a sport. You know, what I what I noticed in, you know, you you named four different categories. Mm -hmm. None of these four categories Mm -hmm. are primarily characterized by having fun. (laughs) Which, again, is the problem with Rec League Soccer. It seems like that should be the point. And if I may, between the old glories and the youngins, who both have something to prove out there, you have these poor exercisers (laughs) and these very sad fill-ins who are like... The massacred cream filling in this sadness Oreo. I 
don't like cream filling, but that's that's <laughs> yes, that's that's exactly what this is. They are sandwiched between just ego and <laughs> ego and age or ego and youth. And yeah, and yeah, that's Ooh. that's a hundred percent. But you have yeah. to remember that what is on the line is a plain gray hat. That well, I mean, when it really comes down to that, um, there will be blood. Special thanks to Sunmates for our theme music. Also, a very special thanks to Nick Woods for our logo art. If you'd like to reach out to us, we are now on Facebook and Instagram. Just look for We Took the Liberty on either platform. Thanks for listening.